welcome to Metal Playthorn. Welcome with another episode of Mel Brain Fart with the nonsense, uh, jokes and uh, bullshit uh, talking with me, Tarun Metal and Bru Thunderhead on the other side of the line. How's it going, man? Hey, man. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. That's good to hear, man. Just a little tired, I guess, but uh, I've been having a rough time sleeping, but uh, yeah. I got some coffee, <laughs> so uh, I'll be all right, I think. I, I don't know what's happened uh, these, those days, but uh, it's not only you or me just uh, complaining about uh, sleeping. Uh, it's like all of my friends, even my uh, mom, is like, oh, I cannot sleep at night. It's like almost the song. It's uh, remind me of the song of uh, King Diamond, Sleepless Night, every time. Yeah. When I have fucking insomnia. <laughs> I don't know, man. I guess it's the time of year. I think... I don't know. I, it's something about January that doesn't work well with people. I mean, everyone is, like, broke. And... Um, I mean, everyone is broke. Everyone is tired, you know. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, it's a shit time. Yeah. That's, that's just uh, how it is, I guess. But uh, And you are uh, always... Uh, start to think yeah, about uh, how it's gonna be in the uh, next couple of months and uh, bullshit and probably that's the old stress that you include it's the reason why we cannot sleep at night I mean there's like fucking to nothing to look forward to during this month really I mean there's nothing nothing interesting being released uh, nothing uh, no interesting uh, happenings or whatever i mean i mean january is always like the most boring month of the year honestly because it's just a sort of like a i mean if let's say like december it's like the party and uh, january is the day after the party where you just hung over and don't do anything out of you know of value or like you know, like you know what i say like 26th of december for you and me yeah, I mean, basically, I mean, uh, <laughs> that's just how I feel about it. So, but uh, I mean, I'm starting to, I'm starting to slowly but surely get alive, feel alive again, you know. Oh, man, uh, my depression hit again uh, since a lot of concert uh, has been canceled due to fucking coronavirus. And uh, I'm a little bit uh, oh, sick it, and tired it, of it. It has shit. again. Yeah. It has. Yeah, okay, uh, you know, Kupfrax uh, Mangi was supposed to have a festival and uh, due to the new restriction they cancelled and it was around uh, May, the end of the May. So they yeah. they didn't cancel, they postponed it for a second year, but basically they cancelled. Uh, yeah, okay. So it's still that shit. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. So hopefully next year uh, that's going to happen finally. And also I'm not... Um, <laughs> I'm not uh, want to say I'm that uh, the the future of the muscle rock uh, seems uh, too bright as well. We're gonna see, but uh, one of the reasons. I mean, I think uh, I think a lot of like fucking places and venues they gotta be like going out of business because I mean they can't do business. That's the thing. Yeah. A lot of fe you know festival um, promoters and whatever they can't even. I mean, the thing is, festivals is sort of already like a losing game. 
it's normal. I mean, there's not a, there's not a festival in the world that is profitable. No, N- not even Sweden Rock Festival, no, even, which is uh, one of the biggest. Probably, I mean, it's I, I could say one of the most success- successful and biggest uh, in in Europe. I will say probably after. I, I will even go that that far. I, I don't know, man. I think uh, walking is uh, fucking is a little bit uh, bigger, but uh, since uh, uh, it, it's it's bigger, but it isn't necessarily more successful uh, because I don't remember what's the guy who uh, array. Uh, there's like the guy behind the thing. I don't know. He he's like the promoter, the uh, the creator of this whole mm-hmm. festival. He said that basically, whenever, I mean, the new festival. I mean, if we say it like this, you know, the festival of this year pays for the festival that was last year. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, I get. So they they're basically laying out the tracks for the train while the train is rolling. I know. <laughs> that's, uh, that's really the deal. They don't do any any profit whatsoever really uh, and, speci- and I mean yeah. especially I don't know for you but uh, since I uh, I was uh, helping like a uh, stagehand for uh, festivals and I know what is the struggle so uh, it's not so bright and uh, you know all that uh, constellation is uh, like uh, what the fuck uh, you cannot predict anything because uh, you know all the restriction is uh, changing every fucking second but the reason uh, yeah why we we started uh, in this uh, not so happy knowledge is uh, actually connected to, to our topic like probably you gonna see on the, the title of the show it's um, we're gonna start uh, speaking very soon about the topic but uh, it's basically a festival memories so Let's do or a concert. Yeah. Memories yeah. Because uh, so. <laughs> so. Uh, Did you? But before that, we gotta get back into the uh, pick of the week. Yeah. If you because, don't have uh, anything uh, else to add on the what what's uh, new on your life. <laughs> uh, nah. I mean, th- there's nothing interesting to say. I would rather just. Usually, I don't want to talk about music, but now I kind of feel like doing it. So. Let's get into it. All right. Uh, so, um, do you want to start out, or should I go ahead, maybe? Well, I can start. Uh, I choose one uh, classic album from uh, 82. It's a Swedish heavy metal band that is uh, named Heavy Load. With their, uh, oh. yeah, with their second album, uh, Death or Glory. Man, it's amazing album. I mean, uh, I love uh, Heavy Load, all the stuff that they pull out it's uh, great and um I w- unfortunately i i couldn't uh, see them live because uh, they perform uh, like a, a couple of gigs uh, i think um one at uh, sweden rock uh, one at uh, keep it true and one of uh, some some greek festival mm. around 2018 yeah, 19 something like this i don't remember exactly the year yeah it has been like a hassle to get a hold of that band because uh, i don't know the entire politics of it but apparently they've demanded um, quite a substantial amount of money to perform so i think i mean sweden rock and uh, keep it true was like the only festivals that could really (laughs) put up the money so to speak Uh, and uh, and the greek festival 
Uh, yeah, Abdel yeah, Hammers, yeah. I think, uh, was uh, the name of the festival. I'm not uh, quite sure about that. Yeah, something like that. But it wasn't just the money either. It was like they wanted to have it done on their um, terms. Yeah. You know, they have their pyrotechnics and they have their, uh, you know... Everything. They, they, they don't want to open up for like some... You know, some, well, they don't want to be an opening act. They want to be like the main it's norm- thing. It, and I, I get where they come. It's from. normal when uh, they're like uh, the Swedish manor, I can say. But um, yeah, but I, I mean, it, it isn't normal, dude. Because a lot of bands gotta have to like be happy. I mean, a lot of bands just gotta be happy that they even get to be booked to a festival at all. But the, these guys, they have a lot of integrity which a lot of bands don't have and they don't accept like you know bullshit mediocrity <laughs> they they want to they want to do it big and if it can't be big then why do it at all yeah. and i you know can be seen as uh, arrogant maybe but i think it's deservedly so i mean exactly they are uh, one of the very influential band uh, from sweden so uh, they uh, have voted uh, gotham city as well yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, heavy load is. Uh, I think yeah, I, I agree with you. Therefore, glory. That's a fantastic. Yeah, album. and I and, uh, have uh, the great opportunity to see Eddie Maum uh, with his band, and uh, this um, uh, he played at uh, Copperfield back in the days when uh, Copperfield uh, still was a male-friendly bar, and mm, yeah, um, yeah. I have uh, on my vinyl collection. First edition of um, first uh, press of uh, Death and Glory, signed by uh, the brothers and uh, that is uh, the vocalist and uh, guitarist and uh, the drummer plus Eddie Mom. So I basically don't have from the bass player uh, signed. But uh, I mean, let's speak a little bit about the album itself. So I mean. Uh, it have a fucking great uh, songs like uh, Heavy Metal Angels. That is, what I don't know if uh, Heavy Metal Angel or um, Take Me Away is the biggest hit, uh, but um, definitely from uh, this album is uh, Heavy Metal Angel. Also, you have um, the guitarist My Sword and um, and a lot uh, other songs. It's like uh, nine uh, nine songs uh, of greatness. Uh, for about 40 minutes uh, you're going totally in different world yeah definitely um yeah i i don't know what to say i mean it's just a great record I, that i don't have too many strong feelings about it it's just sad that um this band didn't go anywhere but i mean the reason why they didn't go anywhere was we stated them earlier they have a very high um high integrity and they wanted to do everything on their own terms i mean they had such fucking high integrity that they started their own fucking record label <laughs> which is <laughs> hilarious uh, i mean not hilarious but it is kind of man you know well they wanted control that's uh, that's good in one point you know it's better uh, because it's better um, you have uh, your own label and you create the music that you want uh, not to go in some big label and they go and say hmm do you know what uh, you need to make uh, radio friendly hits uh, probably you can uh, make the uh, upper cover why not you know what I mean and they change yeah, it to totally sure. depend so um, yeah I mean 
you know, a lot of record labels have like destroyed bands, of course. Um, I, I'm not saying anything about that. But it is kind of sad in a way that this band had a lot of potential and it would have been interesting to see where it could have gone. I mean, fuck, it could have been like... I mean, it could have been like uh, the Swedish Iron Maiden or something, I don't know. It could have been huge, but... Uh, I mean, I, I don't know the the entirety of this story. <laughs> I'm, I am reading the book uh, Blood, Fire, Death mm -hmm. and there's a chapter about this. I haven't gotten there yet, but I will... I'll probably be a, a lot wiser before, after I've read that part. So. Yeah, but uh, you know, a lot of uh, great band, uh, unfortunately, has been disbanded uh, back in the 80s uh, after one album or one demo or EP or whatever. Like um, mm. Gotham City, I forgot, I think they have uh, one uh, EP and one album, that's it. And they are very influential as well. So... Yeah, that's my pick of the week. Heavy Walt with their second album, Death or Glory. Alright. Cool, cool. Uh, well, then it's my turn. And uh, the album I chose, I actually heard for the first time on New Year's Eve when I went to a New Year's party to uh, one, uh, one of our listeners, actually. And uh, he played an album... Um, because last year um, I got way deep into like black metal, viking metal a lot, very much. Uh, that that was basically the genre of last year was like black metal in different, in different iterations. And uh, he played a record for me uh, from the band uh, Tyrfing. And that's what it's called, uh, Tyrfing, their first, uh, first release ever. And uh, it is um, Bathory-inspired Viking metal, and uh, it's uh, fucking great. Yeah, um, I uh, heard that band actually a couple of times when I'm um, when I was uh, working in the, the club, and sometimes Mickey or Nisa is like, "Hey, can you play Tirfing with uh, someone?" So I'm like, uh, "Okay, <laughs> why not?" So yeah, they they're um, they're a good mixture of uh, black it uh, Viking metal something like this. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this first record isn't there, there's not too much black metal influence on it, but it, I mean, it's still good. And um, so far, it's the only <laughs> one of the records that I've checked out from them so far. But uh, I mean, um, yeah, I, I really like it. It's um, it has a lot of uh, synthesizers and stuff and I like that you know background synths it gives it a very nice atmosphere because that's the thing about this uh, genre as well because it's uh, about you know the viking genre is about to create a sort of like an epic uh, atmosphere. atmosphere it's it's a lot about atmosphere and I, I really like that in I really like that in music overall you know uh, a good atmosphere, uh, you know, a, sort of like a big, yeah. epic atmosphere. I like that. Yeah, but uh, there is band that uh, they can uh, deliver uh, the goods, and there is band that uh, is basically uh, why you even bother to try it. Like uh, Dimo Burger, for example. It's so boring, man. Uh, or uh, Creo Field. I, I mean, they try to be epic and whatever, but uh, and to be like 
all that a big uh, production show at, at the end is uh, like, uh, like uh, some very very boring band especially Dimo Burger well I mean they are probably the biggest band within the black metal genre I would argue and I mean not to sound like a fucking hipster or anything but you know the most popular band of any genre is not really a good representation of the entirety of the genre I think there's always uh, there's always a bigger fish to catch so to yeah speak. I mean uh, and uh, this this small fry I don't know about it uh, I mean the thing was when uh, a lot of people got into like extreme metal through those bands that you mentioned like Dimmu Borgir and Cradle of Filth but those bands were basically the kind of bands that held me back from going into extreme metal it's like oh okay it sounds like this it's pretty boring yeah like uh, it's not it's not that i don't like the harshness or anything it's just that interesting that's the yeah like uh, for example dream theater uh, pulled me back from the progressive metal yeah and uh, <laughs> funny that you mentioned that uh, because um this is a little bit of housekeeping, but I'm I'm working on a new episode of Foundering Alone, actually. Oh, nice. Which is which is going to be about uh, the misconceptions about the progressive rock and metal genre. So yeah, look forward to that. So it's not going to be like uh, uh, discussing uh, discussing a album this time. I am definitely gonna recommend. Uh, I am going to like. <sighs> I'm going to recommend albums that I like mm -hmm. from the genre. I am going to say what is good and what to check out, and and if people like it or not, you know, uh, you know, I can't help that. But I am at least going to do an attempt to show the world, um, the metal world in particular, because that's a problem I've seen within the metal community. And I, I'm gonna just um, highlight good progressive rock and progressive metal albums as well. So. But uh, that will be sometime in the future, so uh, stay tuned for that. But yeah, I'm I'm done with my uh, review, or so to speak, of this Tyrfing album. It's uh, I don't have too much to say about it. I I really enjoy it, and I'm still playing it. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a good. it's a very good uh, band. Like I said, I'm not um, very familiar with the album. I just listen to one or two songs, but uh, probably I need to check it a little bit more. Yeah, we can listen to it sometime, maybe when we meet or something. Yeah. So you asked me after, because we recorded uh, last week uh, for like nine hours almost. I don't remember how much uh, the uh, the three part of uh, Maiden series, and uh, you already heard the first one. Uh, second part is coming next week. Yeah, uh, we're gonna do every other week so that we don't tire you out. So, yeah, uh, we're going next week. We're doing the part two, like you said, yeah. and then uh, the following week we'll do something else. We haven't decided yet, and uh, the week after that we're gonna have the part three. So, yeah, it was, stay tuned for that. It was a quite big project uh, that we take out of uh, our shoulders, to be honest. Like. It was good that we recorded all the parts at uh, one day, so to not uh, get off uh, from the trail and the steam that we have it. Because uh, yeah. what we we spent like eight to nine hour <laughs> recording just this. 
it was uh, yeah a lot of yeah something in in and around that <laughs> it was a long time and uh but it, but, but it was fun and uh, yeah i think we had a lot of good shit to say so I mean. yeah and uh you will ask me after the we finished the recording what we gonna speak about and i was like i have no fucking idea what we're gonna speak about till yesterday when i was like oh, okay let's do a real life life one and a real life dead one that is basically the first segment is gonna be a real life life one our uh, memories from the gigs from the festivals and whatnot uh, and a real life that one is gonna be like our favorite uh, dvds or uh, youtube uh, concert if you don't own the dvd or whatever that basically you wasn't there but you know about that uh, and you saw that uh, videos so I think uh, today we can um, uh, concentrate our power about uh, a real life, life one, our uh, memories from the festival and uh, concert. So not next week, because next week it's going to be Maiden, but probably the week after that we can uh, speak about uh, a real life dead one. That is uh, basically the concert that we saw on the TV or video okay. or whatever. So... We can, so we can have some time that we can uh, use or uh, some idea that, that we can use for the another episode as well. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, it sort of feels like we've talked about this before, but uh, I don't remember. And a lot of people probably haven't listened to every episode. So, I mean, it's not a, not a big deal to get back to uh, concert memories. I mean, it's always fun to talk about. Because I think... Um, uh, here and there we spoke about the gigs but we didn't have like um, an episode that was uh, dedicated about the concert Fe- feels like we have but uh, I don't know <laughs> or maybe it was the first one that we deleted <laughs> uh, yeah I don't I don't think so I think we just talked about shit in the first one but yeah whatever uh, let's let's get into um, let's get into it I uh, I actually feel uh, a little bit compelled to start this out as a matter of fact sure go on uh, with um, interestingly enough uh, one of my earlier concerts that I went to because I got into like the metal music in and around uh, 2005 2006 and um, in 2006 that's a little bit of an interesting uh, period in time for music because uh, do you remember the band uh, Lordy? Yeah. yeah, I think around this time they win uh, what was called uh, this uh, Eurovision. Exactly, that was the year two thousand and six, uh, and that was the year I basically became a metalhead. And um, you know their victory in uh, in that Eurovision thing that was a, I mean that was like huge. I think that was the first time. Uh, Okay, not really a heavy metal song, but it was a hard rock song that had won that competition. It was a uh, uh, hard rock hallelujah, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, heavy, hard, what, wh- whatever. It was heavier rock music, at least. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't mind Wordy. Yeah, probably everyone going to say oh, they're mainstream and whatever. They have some good tunes, to be honest. <laughs> I don't, I don't think they're I don't think they're mainstream at all. I think they they had basically their um, their fifteen minutes 
in of fame when they did the Eurovision thing, and after that they basically just disappeared. Not disappeared. They 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 cranked out albums and. Um, Yeah, but, but the thing is, uh, they were they weren't really as big as they were. They, no, they're they're huge. They're huge in Finland, obviously. And <laughs> well, they will Nightwish, Nightwish also is a huge in Finland, but I think nowadays is not so popular like back in uh, early 2000. Nah, nah, exactly. But uh, the, the the point I was going to bring up is that um, uh, I actually went to. Uh, their uh, concert when they played uh, they played the the globe N no not the globe i think they played the the annex mm -hmm. near near the ericsson globe yeah and it's uh, on the same uh, area yeah 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 and um yeah they had a they had a, their first gig of their tour they played there um, and that was you know so it was kind of cool it was actually my second concert or something that I that I ever went to the first concert I went to was like a you know some some friends of my stepbrother's band you know something yeah like some that. vocal bands that's why I uh, yeah. actually a vocal band I even don't uh, count uh, as my first concert because before uh, my first concert that was actually Europe yeah. in uh, Bulgaria I I was like around i have around 10 15 uh, concert that uh, i went uh, but it was like a local small band that that is not so famous and now uh, there but uh, the first uh, huge band that i went uh, was uh, europe 2006 yeah well uh, um, 2007 my bad i i just i just gotta need to finish this lordy story before i yeah. forget it because this show do you know who opened up for lordy by the way no Sabaton oh and that was the first time I saw Sabaton so I got introduced to them through Lordi and uh, here's another interesting thing this show that they played uh, Lordi the first uh, show on the yeah what they call it the Arocalypse tour I think they actually recorded it and it's on DVD so uh, one of my first concert is actually a uh, So basically, it fits in with the, the title "Real Live Dead One" in that regard because this is both a live show that I went to, and it's also a recorded DVD <laughs> in which <laughs> I'm in the audience somewhere. Like, how old I was? I think I was like 14, maybe 13 or something. So, yeah. I I have like uh, two of the gigs that I went to that, and it's uh, recorded on the DVD as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, well, uh, I, I I actually forgot about this, but uh, yeah. But uh, I'm uh, way more interested uh, in, uh, about uh, the Sabaton uh, when you when they was uh, like a support act. It was around the time of uh, Primo Victoria, right? They have just uh, released Atero Dominatus. Uh huh. So awesome. uh, it was a it was a really good fucking gig. I hadn't really. I hadn't really listened. I had listened to some of them because I remembered Primo Victoria and Atero de Monotis. They were huge records, but I wasn't really into them. It wasn't until like I saw them live, which, you know, I was like, man. And I mean, you know, you know, uh, there was like this feeling that, okay, this band is probably going to go places. <laughs> and yeah. uh, 
here here we are it's been like yeah more than 15 years since then 16 is it really 16 well 2006 oh yeah oh yeah Two, 16 <laughs> years and they're like bigger than ever so yeah <laughs> yeah man i mean uh i saw Salvatore around four times i think and uh to be honest uh well, first two times uh, when i saw him uh, they was they were uh like opening a opening act for bigger band but uh the funny thing was uh, in bulgaria they were more popular than the bigger act <laughs> itself <laughs> that's uh, crazy because <laughs> uh, i started uh, around 2000 yeah 2005 6 uh, like you say around uh, arter would do minatus to listen and i think i was one of the first um yeah let's be hipster one of the first uh, who listened Salaton in bulgaria and i was yeah. and i didn't uh, thought it's gonna be so popular so i don't remember when exactly they came for the first time which year but uh they were a support act for a hammerfall yeah they, they can be in and around the same area i, I think they, they did a lot of tours together I th- they, still, yeah, they still do actually well i think uh, it was around 2009 something like this yeah, 2008 okay. or 9 ah, it doesn't matter it's around so, when they did like art of war i think yeah probably. because that was a huge breakthrough for them they started like becoming huge uh, in and around that period and started playing like everywhere. Uh, uh, yeah and uh this tour i remember uh, th- this gig was actually uh bloodbound uh sabaton and uh hammerfall yeah yeah yeah, i've seen a couple of those uh, yeah i've seen like um what's it called now uh post promotions yeah yeah. so they played in bulgaria and um when uh, sabaton uh go out to uh, go to a uh, stage it was like sabaton you know all that uh, chanting and dude the whole uh that they play was shaking violently shaking by <laughs> marching of the people and uh, screaming south on and um yeah Joachim, I mean. and uh Joachim and uh Pat and uh, the rest of the guys that was uh, before the huge uh, breakdown between south on and civil war they have uh, goosebumps to be honest yeah i mean they they were a very different band back then they were um a lot more i feel um they were a lot more respected within the metal community. I mean, yes. if you talk about Sabaton today, people, I mean, they basically look like look at you like you have two heads or something. But back in these days, uh, like I would say before 2012 when they did Carolus Rex, they yeah. brought in a very different kind of audience. I yeah, I've, uh, because a lot of uh, the people that uh, nowadays uh, hate Salaton uh, were there, were at these concerts, uh, and uh, actually enjoy Salaton. So, yeah. and I and remember from that Lordy concert, by the way, that there were like a bunch of really crazy Sabaton fans, and they weren't like the modern day Sabaton fans, you know, which everyone makes memes about that they have, you know, short cargo pants and cut hair, you know. 
Yeah. These guys, these guys were like, you know, they looked like you. <laughs> they were like four guys that looked like you, you know, with battle jackets and a bunch of, you know, you know, uh, you know, pat- patches and whatever. And they were like screaming along to like every single fucking Primo Victoria and Atero Dominati song. Fucking yeah, but <laughs> like I said, uh, I think uh, the lineup uh, was way better, and a lot of uh, fans uh, they have uh, nowadays they hated uh, after they changed the lineup. Yeah, I think it was something with that, but but I just think, like I said, when they released Carolus Rex, they got they got too big, in a way that. Uh, I've- I think uh, they they became uh, big uh, after uh, uh, the art of war. Yeah, well, they did, but they still had, you know, um, I mean, uh, how should I say it? They were big in the way that Metallica was big with Injustice for All. They were big, but they were still cool. Do you know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. the th- that's the thing that I'm getting at. They were still cool when they did Art of War, but when they did you know Carolus Rex that was when they went from you know being big and cool to just being big yeah because the second time when I saw Southon like I told you it was um, again with the bigger band uh, back in the day um, and they have actually co-headlining tour it was uh, with um, Rage and support band was uh, Steel Wink and uh, yeah and we went uh, me and my friend that uh, unfortunately he passed away last year uh, from cancer not last year 2020 from cancer uh, at uh, age 27 so we went there uh, earlier and waited for the band and um, one of my memories was um, you remember uh, the keyboardist uh, that uh, the yeah, that is now at uh, Civil War. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember Parmir, I think. Yeah. Was. yeah, something like this. And um, he gave us uh, to try snooze, man. That was my first time to try snooze. Oh, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, sorry. His name was uh, Daniel Mir. So, yeah, uh, Daniel. Oh, man, that's, that's got to be an experience. Yeah, and I remember uh, taking snooze the first time and... <laughs> it's a it's a trip because uh for uh audience that is uh, outside sweden that is like uh, chewy, uh chewing tobacco yeah but you don't chew it you just pu- put it in your upper yeah lip. it's a it's a pouch uh, because i remember he gave us a pouch uh like a tea and something like this but whatever yeah so um, yeah i have uh, some good memories with uh sabaton geeks back in the days before yeah. they became very very big yeah and that um yeah it, it's the same uh, same for me basically but um yeah they, they were good but yeah let, let's not we, we probably lost like all the true metal heads in the audience by now by talking about sabaton for like 15 minutes so <laughs> maybe <laughs> we should change the subject before we lose even more people i don't know well, let's continue with the third time when I saw them with uh, Aelstorm. <laughs> Actually, that's a funny thing. Aelstorm was a really good life as well. They're a very yeah. funny band. They are. They are extremely entertaining. I saw them at uh, Vakken 2013. They were like playing at like one o'clock. 
in the afternoon, which was basically like breakfast time. Yeah, and all the fucking heat, man. And all the 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 what? The heat. Heat. Yeah. No, 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 no. It wasn't that bad in 2014. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. It was, uh, it was. Uh, you know, I, I remember when summers used to be, you know, uh, nice, and that was a nice summer. You know, it was, you know, not not too hot, not too cold either. It was just about the perfect temperature. But yeah, whatever. It was a good show. They, they, they like, like you said, they are extremely entertaining and funny band. Yeah. Um, Because, like you know, I'm a collector and I also collect a lot of plectrums, drumsticks and whatever. And I remember I was joking with... um, uh, Because before or uh, after the data set, there was around the the stage, there was uh, in the crowd basically, and I was uh, joking with uh, their uh, singer because he is also... um, uh keyboard and um but this type of keyboard like guitar keyboard you know what yeah, i the, mean the, the guitar yeah yeah and uh, i was joking uh, uh since you don't have a plectrum probably i can uh, take one of the key or uh, i can uh, uh or you can slice uh, your finger <laughs> something <laughs> like this but yeah um so um, yeah that, that's, that's a, a band that's uh yeah sorry what, what are you gonna say I'll uh, continue because I was uh, thinking to move on of some other gigs that we went. Yeah, no, I just um, I haven't seen them since I saw them in uh, 2013, which is a little bit sad. I don't know. Um, yeah, I I, I, have, I absolutely know the reason why I haven't been able to see them is because I haven't had the money to go see them because they have been playing a couple of gigs in uh, Sweden, but. Uh, they they've been a fairly like uh, I don't I haven't seen them too much on tours but they played a lot of like festivals. They are more like a festival band, but uh, I saw yeah. uh, nowadays you know everything is uh, changing rapidly like we uh, talked earlier on the episode. Yeah. I saw some uh, poster like these tour posters and uh, but since it's uh, fucking COVID nobody know what's going to happen. Because uh, like um, like uh, I spoke in some episodes uh, back, I'm working with uh, some band uh, for a tour, and now basically three or four of the date is cancelled because they closed the countries like lockdowns and whatever. It's not only the Sweden, so we we are we don't know what's gonna happen. But probably this tour needs gonna be postponed for the next year. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's a it's a rough time, like we mentioned. So, uh, I mean, uh, fuck, I I think I haven't seen a concert. Yeah, it's been like two years, maybe. Ever since this whole COVID thing, I, I haven't been out seeing anything. So. Well, I see a concert every week, but uh, the big one I didn't saw from. Uh, I think my last big uh, concert, or it's better to say, festival was uh, Omeo House of Metal. 2020 yeah. and that's basically at the beginning or uh, in the mid of uh, february that was the, the last one february 2020 the big one after that i i 
I see gigs every weekend, but uh, it's like uh, small vocal bands. But you have technically seen more, more gigs than a lot of people have <laughs> during this time. So um. yeah, because uh, thankfully in Sweden it's not like the rest of the uh, of the world that uh, have huge lockdowns. We our our uh, restriction is very light. Well, if you have an extremely small venue, you could put up a concert but I think that's the problem because uh, most venues are not as small as Fedas um, Mangel is so I mean that's the deal with it but yeah okay let's let's not talk about the the lack of gigs Let, let's talk about <coughs> I'm actively thinking in my mind it's almost as I'm begin starting to like forget about things that I've seen <laughs> Like, uh, we, we have talked a lot about, I've talked a lot about my Iron Maiden gigs and I don't want to get in too much yeah, of well, that. We, but, uh, we spoke about Maiden gigs, man. Uh, one of my disappointing gigs actually was um, the first time when I saw Maiden 2007. And it's not uh, thanks to Maiden, but it was thanks to me because, <laughs> oh man, I was so fucked up. Uh, yeah, that's, that's another problem with it. Sometimes you get a little bit too... To, uh, what excited, excited, <laughs> and I start to drink too much. <laughs> but uh, basically, it was one of my first gigs there. It was like my fourth—not nah, fourth, but around less than ten gig I have in my background. Speaking of big gigs, and um, I, su- I uh, supposed to see Maiden. Uh, and uh, we start to drink uh, from early and you know uh, in Bulgaria we have this uh, PVC bottle that is like 2 liter uh, uh, of beer oh yeah I, I do know <laughs> yeah so I I drank 2 of those uh, bottles plus oh, plus a, uh, like almost half liter of Rekia, uh, like uh, moonshine. <laughs> uh, basically, I mean, if you think about it, uh, two two liter bottles, that, that is basically like eight big cans of beer. Yeah. Basically. Or, uh, uh, or a gallon. Yeah. I think it's around one gallon and, uh, for Americans. Yeah, I don't... Uh, I mean, you, you Yankees and your stupid metric system. I mean, now that's the thing. They don't use the metric system. We do, but... Yeah, but okay. Uh, but Americans, uh, they actually have those big cans, and they are somewhat around that size. So I guess my, uh, yeah, I, yeah, it's basically like eight fucking beers that you get at a pub. That, yeah. that's <laughs> what you consumed, which is uh, certainly enough for me to get fucked up. <laughs> uh, uh, plus half liter of Arkia, man. Oh, there we go, man. You <laughs> you must have been, you must have been on another planet, man. I was out of the silent plant, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> definitely, I was out of the silent plant. <laughs> I'm even surprised that uh, they allowed me to go inside a gig. Yeah, I mean, sometimes they wouldn't even be. Sometimes you can get thrown out if you like too too drunk. I mean, obviously, too, but too drunk to fuck. Uh... <laughs> yeah, too drunk, too drunk to live, like a <laughs> famous band once said. <clears throat> Uh, I think we should 
I don't know. Do, do you have? Should we do like one more story before we go to uh, break? Maybe? Let's do one uh, story for one festival that we attempt together. I think. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. What did you have in mind? Muscle Rock, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think that's the only festival that we attempt to gear. That's that certainly is, but I can't really remember if we. Uh, I think the Dracula gig we we went to that yes. together, yes. but I think it was that because we had a little bit of a different different interests, I guess maybe. Yeah. Because I, I don't remember. You, you went to Exciter, right? I went to Exciter SDI. Okay, uh, SDI. We went to SDI together. That I remember. Yeah, but I mean uh, the whole festival we went together. But uh, you obviously stay more into a camping site, and I saw uh, a lot of the bands. For me, yeah. 2019 actually was the second uh, great uh, year after 2016. That was actually my first uh, attempt to muscle rock, and man, 2016. It's an uh, unforgettable, forget it uh, festival. <coughs> in a good way or a bad yeah, way? Yeah, <laughs> in a good way. I mean, I don't, f I don't remember uh, almost anything. Like um, a friend of our, uh, Peter, he was like, man, you are standing to a merch booth, like um, uh, the drunk, uh, buying a CD and... Uh, the sailors uh, there is much this much and you are just uh, go in your pocket take the money throw it on the table and say take my money take my CDs <laughs> without counting or whatever basically the first uh, the first year without uh, counting uh, travel expenses and a ticket I spent like uh, six thousand uh, crowns that is like 600 euro yeah damn uh, that's what a lot you, what you want man i i bought like uh one uh one big one box of uh cigarette like a 10 pack of cigarette uh free plate of uh, beer plus uh two or three bottles of uh, whiskey i made a tattoo and bought a bunch of fucking merchandise well then you got your money's worth I guess <laughs> yeah but uh, after that was uh, terrible and uh, like I said uh, from 2016 till 2019 basically it's four years uh, I went um, every year and the last time we was together I think uh, the lineup was great because um, Dracula that is uh, great heavy metal band from uh, Australia they played there and uh, it's not uh, very often when you have this opportunity to see them and uh, that was a fun gig I remember they played this tent that they set up on the outside. sort of like outside of the um, of the whole venue and I mean I remember like fucking people climbing the, the tent, tent pole <laughs> you know that's yeah. in the middle yeah <laughs> and, man uh, and the uh, and the gate uh, and the cage because uh, they play uh, like they have a, a safety cage that they play. It was it was mayhem <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, it, it was fucking. It was crazy. I mean, it was probably one of the most entertaining gigs I've seen because I've never seen such craziness. And I remember there, there was like no security trying to like. Rip, rip down those people who you know try to. No, 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 I no. mean, 
I mean, I'm amazed. I'm fucking amazed that that tent didn't like fall to get you know, y- just started crumbling yeah. because that fucking tent pole in the middle it was like swinging around in a circle violently, yeah, <laughs> like vroom vroom, like a fu- it was like a, I d- I don't know, it was like a I don't know what it was, you know, when you stir something in a bucket with a with a ladle, it was like going around like that, like vroom, yeah, vroom, vroom. <laughs> fucking insane. But uh, also there was a rumor uh, the folk want to destroy this tent. <laughs> and where, when is the best uh, case? When the Dracula play, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went to a couple of other gigs in that tent. But um, yeah, they, it wasn't as wild as when Dracula played. But no. That was definitely fun. And definitely the second time to see SDI. Yeah, my friends uh, Reinhardt and the company they they done a very good uh, set list as well yeah that was a uh, fun show yeah uh, should we uh, uh, should we take a break we've been going uh, on for a while yeah why not so um, we you, you have some uh, we have some music to play right this episode yes 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 uh a friend of mine, I want to consider them as a friend of mine, uh, but definitely I'm a huge fan of uh, this band. It's from Sweden, and the name of the band is um, <coughs> insane, because they're fucking insane. Uh, and that's a song from their uh, second album that actually released uh, last uh, year, and I forget about uh, to speak a little bit uh, when we done this um uh, year retrospective or whatever the releases that was uh, the last year so from their uh, second album uh, Victims band is called Insane once again from their second album Victims the song is called A Down They Die so see you soon Hello this is Mara from SDI you listen to Metal Reformed
and uh, we are back after this uh, short uh, pause uh, and uh, probably you enjoy to listen uh, insane with a down they die because <laughs> why not yeah and we're uh, so uh, we're uh, gonna continue speaking uh, nonsense about uh, gigs festivals and uh, whatever shows that we attend and we decided to have some loose topic after the seri- uh, the serious topic of Iron Maiden, so... Yeah, <laughs> basically. But uh, we were actually talking, uh, or I was talking about an Iron Maiden concert during the break. Yeah. Which was... Uh, it was not as much about the concert at, is- at itself. Uh, it was more about sort of the experience of it. Because we were talking about Sabaton and how um, people kind of feel now, these days. Yeah. Uh, they, they don't uh, take too kindly to it as they did it back in the day. But I rem- particularly remember this from a gig. Uh, this was in 2011 in Gothenburg where Iron Maiden played. Um, it was uh, yeah, their final Frontier tour. I wish they were. I, I wish it was their final tour. Hey. <laughs> nah, j- just kidding. But um, yeah, it was the final Frontier tour, and they toured together with Sabaton for the first time. And that was, um, yeah. Some people hated it, and other people like me. I fucking loved it because it was basically a gig where two of my favorite bands at that point played. I mean, the only thing that was missing at that point was like Running Wild. Then I would, you know, <laughs> if Ronnie Wild was on that bill together with Sabot on the maid, and I could have like died a happy man. <laughs> I'm uh, sure about that, man. Uh, why not? Uh, or so? Or what? What? <laughs> you throw me off? <laughs> you wouldn't be sure about that? Why? Why? Because you, you see the three of your uh, favorite band. It's almost like. Uh, Metallica Maiden and men were uh, to play at uh, one gig uh, and I be there I can well, die well, happy well, well that's a little bit unrealistic I know it's too much ego <laughs> that's a, that's too much for one <laughs> but but fuck it whatever my point okay so I was there with my my friend Mr. D and Mr. S and we were staying at a hotel in Gothenburg and we we were there a cup one day before the gig and one day after, and we drank like fucking crazies. Back in those days, you didn't get hungover like you do now. So you know Th- you could basically like drink like a pig the night before a show, and then you'd be ready to like fucking go the next day. No problem. Tell me about it, man. I miss uh, the <laughs> day when I was twenty and I drink like every day for a little uh, one liter of. Uh, straight alcohol like uh, vodka or uh, rakia and uh, the next day I have a little bit hangover puking a couple of times but I continue drinking <laughs> the, the human body when it's young man it's it's amazing but anywho um, this gig we were we were like we were crazy Sabaton fans as well as crazy Maiden fans and you know Sabaton they played a fantastic gig and uh after the gig we were like okay yeah that was great and now we have more great things to come but uh, we get a like a tap on our shoulders or something or there's a guy who comes up to us anyway and he's wearing um, do you remember like these embarrassing uh, 1986 1987 
Iron Maiden promotion photos from the studio, where they're basically like wearing track suits and uh, yeah, yeah, know, yeah, Adidas thing. So this dude, he comes up to me. He's wearing like an Adidas headband and like a Puma red shorts. You know those really short. Yeah, shorts. so looking like a fucking a new metal fan. Yeah, basically. And he was like, "Are you guys true?" And I think the reason why he asked that is because we had like, I I had a dissection Storm of Lights Bane back patch. Yeah. My friend Mr. S he had the pleasure to kill, and uh, funnily enough, my friend Mr. D he just had a big patch on his back that just said uh, beer, <laughs> <laughs> which funnily enough, uh, Pelle and Eric, you know the, yeah. the Metal Brothers, they were there. And they saw that patch and they were like, oh, that's fucking awesome, man. <laughs> Beer, I can get behind that. Well, come on, man. It's yeah, normal to be Pelle and Derek there. Uh, we speak about the Niffelheim brothers. And probably if you yeah. hear it on the last episode when we spoke about Maiden, they're a fucking huge metalhead. So especially Maiden fans, they're not Maiden fans. They're Maiden fanatics. Yeah, they're and they're nice too. Yeah, we, man, I, I exchanged a couple of words with them there, but I'm uh, mostly <laughs> friends with Eric, and uh, every time uh, we ha- uh, when we meet, uh, we have a blast together, speaking about uh, old school metal and uh, some obscure band that is from Bulgaria and whatever. But however, yeah, they're, they're they're not like this guy that came up to us during the show, at least because uh, this guy was like, I mean, he was kind of nice in an assholeish way can you if you can yeah like I like mean, the, these guys uh, that went uh, to our camping uh, at uh, Muscle Rock 2019 when they're blasting a fucking uh, techno music or whatever hard bass or whatever it's called and uh, they yeah, pretend yeah. Uh, to be a to be a swaps and I was so pissed off that uh, almost to get a fight with one of them like I'm drunk as hell and I want to take a nap and uh, he's blasting this uh, the whole time not for <laughs> 15 minutes or how far he's blasting for take, hours take, take, taking a nap at a metal festival yeah. get out of here come on man I'm old <laughs> I'm old man get off of dude I uh, dude I know I, I try to sleep at those festivals during the night time and uh, at one point I was so pissed and uh, just uh, get out from my tent and I start to speak on the Bulgarian and after that Serbian language and he woke me like a fucking alien and I was like what the hell man you're pretending to be a Swaf and you don't speak Slavic language but I'm not a Swaf so why you're pretending to be a Swaf man I almost broke his head Uh, I was so pissed about because okay I understand the joke that doesn't sound that doesn't sound like he was nice in an assholeish way that just sounds to you like he was an asshole yeah (laughs) <laughs> well whatever this guy anyway that came up to me and my friends he started talking about he asked us what are your top three favorite bands and I was like uh, Maiden run, running you know Sabaton even I said mm-hmm. and he was like alright alright my my top favorite bands are Iron Maiden Judas Priest and Tokyo Blade Tokyo Blade is fucking awesome. You should listen to Tokyo Blade. And then he just started talking about fucking Tokyo Blade for like for a very long time. And I was like, I haven't really heard about them before. <laughs> but it sort of became like an inside joke with me and my friends. 
that oh, oh you think this band is good they are nothing they're not like tokyo blade <laughs> you know it came up you know in every discussion whenever we were talking about something like you know i mean you, you know you're having a conversation about i i don't know metallica and it's like well metallica is okay but have you heard tokyo blade <laughs> so the funny thing was we started to joke about this band and then we actually started to listen to it we start first we joked about it because this guy yeah yeah we it was i funny. understand you man uh, like i uh, <laughs> like i said about uh, vader uh, before i uh, hear them uh, it was a huge vibe uh, a huge hype that vader go and play in bulgaria and they postponed the gig and i was like ho oh, oh. and when i say that it was uh, before uh, facebook it was uh, at the time with the irc channel irc chat and i was uh, joking mm. and i was uh, joking about uh, that they postponed the gig but after that i was uh, so happy because i saw vader after that <laughs> you see when a joke goes too far yeah and and, and the funny thing is uh, uh, doesn't matter how i was uh, laughing and joking about vader now i i saw them like 15 16 times it's one of the band that it's the the band that i saw most <clears throat> so sorry i was eating a a sugar roll here mm. <laughs> or what's it called i don't know it's a tosca bun yeah mm. well but uh yeah sometimes uh when the joke uh, go fa too far to probably when you hear the band it's like ah, oh, they're pretty good man i'm i'm already hooked with this band and uh, you know what the even funnier thing is about this story that i tell you no. It was the next time when Iron Maiden came in 2013. Do you know who, who I saw in the audience? The same guy? Yeah. And he. do you know what was even funnier though? Mm -mm. He was wearing the exact same fucking clothes <laughs> as he was in 2011, <laughs> two years earlier. And, and I actually came up to him and I was like, hey man, you're that Tokyo Blade guy. And at first he didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. But then all of a sudden he was like, "Oh, you're oh you're that guy. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember." <laughs> and it was actually that. Then it was pretty nice, you know. The first time there was a little bit of a, you know, standoff attitude. But uh, the second time we just we just talked and we we're like, "Yeah, it's nice." And uh, you know, it was it's kind of funny. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I actually mentioned to him, "Well, ever since uh, we last met, I've checked out Tokyo Blade, and yeah, they're very good. You're right about that." And then he started to talk about Tokyo Blade for like 10-15 minutes and I zoned out for a while. And I started talking to his girlfriend instead because she was in more interesting to talk to. I don't know if it, it, I don't know. I don't know if they were together or not, but there was this girl there and she was pretty nice and uh, we talked about like metal and shit and uh, I was into a couple of obscure bands uh, that she was into and yeah, it was a nice time. <laughs> yeah man uh, let's go back to Maiden gig because uh, one of my favorite gig is again uh, Maiden when I, I think uh, we talk about um, on the last episode uh, because uh, or probably on the part 3 I don't remember uh, when I saw Maiden for the second time man I, <laughs> once again I was so fucking drunk and Maiden uh, <laughs> and Maiden play at um, my birthday and also it was on the festival with uh, on 
that was a Probawa festival. I think uh, this festival it's not exist anymore. But basically, it's not the metal festival. It's like festival with uh, different uh, type of stages. And on the metal stage was like uh, Maiden, Anthrax, uh, Dropkick Murphys, and um, Trivium, and Bring Me the Horizon or whatever bullshit. Man, I'm so glad that I saw Bring Me the Horizon and uh, Trivium. Honestly. <laughs> Why? Because first of all, I was in the first row, and like I said, I was drunk as fuck. And, uh, or like I uh, like to say things which I was full some buys. And, uh, <laughs> 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 uh, and um, when the Bring Me the Horizon or whatever of this new newish band to start to play, Man, how I was on the first row, I directly start to vomit. <laughs> like, uh, like uh, you remember the opening stage, uh, open scene of um, scary movie, uh, scary movie part two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I vaguely remember. Yeah, there was like an exorcist yeah, party in the, exactly. in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I was uh, start to vomit like this, <laughs> and uh, till. Um, the funny thing is, uh, they didn't throw me out. I st I was on the front row, man, and they didn't throw. Where 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 was this uh, concert? Was it in North Shopping? Okay, that's really surprising because in Sweden, I, if someone starts throwing up or fall asleep yeah, or whatever, they, you'll get thrown out. So that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> especially since I'm on the for, uh, on the front row, and your Dropkick Murphys, um, I was sober as uh, like I never drunk before. So I could enjoy because I really like Dropkick Murphys and uh, Foggy and Molly as well. Yeah, they're fucking. Both of them are great. I agree. Uh, and uh, I enjoy the Dropkick Murphys soundtracks. I like soundtracks as well. And obviously, Maiden. Uh, that one of them, that was uh, not so nice because I was squished by the whole audience. But. Um, <laughs> But yeah, man, uh, Maiden, one of my favorite band to play on my birthday, was such an experience. Yeah, but um, w when was this? Uh, what year? 2014. Oh. 13 or 14? 14. 14. 14, okay. All right, all right. So it was it, it was probably the Maiden England tour. Uh, no, it was uh, somewhere back in time. In 2014? Yeah. Nah, they, they did that in 2008, 2009. And uh, 2014 as well. Or something else, but it wasn't made in England because the stage uh, set was... Uh, the stage was uh, decorated uh, for the summer... Uh, seven Sun of the Seven Sun. Yeah, well, that was the Made in England tour. Oh, okay. More, probably I don't remember, like I told you. Yeah, it, it is confusing as fuck because they were touring their re-release of the Made in England video mm -hmm. so th they were trying to replicate that uh, yeah we, we talked about this in a future episode so i mean the audience out there we, we actually even even though i was somewhat tipsy when we recorded it i remember that we did that so um but but, but we'll get into that when we'll get into that <laughs> so um in the future but uh, but yeah um and uh, but you don't remember anything of uh, <laughs> of the gig otherwise it was just 
puking like a I uh, like a I, I don't remember the first two bands because they was uh, boring as shit. I never been a fan of Trivium. I never been a fan of uh, those uh, newish tip. Uh, let's be metal, but we are not metal, you know. Man, I actually was uh, kind of. I don't know if I'm embarrassed to admit it. I really am not. I usually actually be a fan of Trivium back in the day. Like in and around 2006, 2007. That was around uh, Shogun, right? Uh, Shogun came out in 2008. And that was actually the album... Do you know what turned me off about it? No. Because they had like an F-bomb in one of the songs. It was like something... I mean, it sounded really cheesy. I don't remember the, the name of the particular song, but they were like... I gonna cut your fucking head off or something and when I saw that lyric line in that video I was like nah <laughs> <laughs> this was basically back in the day when the uh, lyric videos were pretty new then yeah yeah cuz so I think uh, cuz now it's uh, it's very not often yeah. uh, cuz now it's a uh, more uh, more uh, obvious a uh, more um, common to see a lyric video than uh, actually video exactly exactly but back in those days that was like breaking new ground with that shit so yeah but also it was uh, like uh, the early years of uh, youtube and it wasn't so popular youtube ah. ah exactly but yeah i saw them i saw them the trivium i've seen live twice actually oh. yeah, the first time they opened up for <laughs> you guessed it iron maiden in uh, th- that was in 2006 when they toured Another Life and Death. They opened up for Iron Maiden, and um, I don't know, it was okay. I liked it because I was into them back then. And then I saw them at their solo concert uh, one year later at Cluben. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, do you know who opened up for them? No. At that fucking Annihilator. What the? And that was the first time I heard Annihilator. Whoa. whoa, whoa. <sighs> <laughs> wow, fuck man, cause uh, now let yeah, fuck man, indeed. Uh, I mean, that's a ve- uh, that's a strange uh, tendency nowadays when uh, legendary band open for uh, new newcomers. Yeah, I mean, uh, but that 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 happened a lot. I remember in and around that time because I remembered around the same time a bunch of my friends went to a Hammerfall gig. Where uh, Crocus was the opening act, and you know, well, <laughs> Crocus has been around since like what, uh, the seventies? Yeah, but yeah. but uh, okay, I understand because uh, Crocus is a little bit uh, light band. It's like more hard rock than heavy metal. Then I uh, de- depends on which album, really. I'm not. Uh, they- I cannot speak so much uh, about Crocus because I don't uh, know the band uh, very well. I can I can tell you with confidence that they are you are right in one way but sometimes they've done like I mean sometimes they sound like ACDC and other times they sound like Accept and they haven't really found a good balance so they do like a mixture of they basically accept DC or I don't know Mm -hmm. I don't know (laughs) that's what I would call them anyway I don't know, man. Uh, so then I understand when uh, the heavier uh, style is uh, dominant, and then uh, the heavier band is supposed to be like, uh, like headliner. But uh, but otherwise, I don't uh, get like 
to be in the same style and uh, the open act to be a legendary band for uh, some newcomer yeah and uh, i mean for me i i i didn't even know about them you know I, they were yes i mean annihilator they were sort of like one of the few times where i've actually been um, you know sort of like introduced to a band mm-hmm. by seeing them live and i was sort of like shocked when i you know, I, they they played like a, a fairly long gig. I think they had almost like an hour. So probably it was a, uh, it was like a co-headlining tour or a co-headlining gig. I don't know. I, I I don't really think it was though because they sort of because it was a trivium gig with a special guest uh-huh. tagline, and that basically means like it's sort of like a big. I mean, special guest status. That's sort of like almost. Almost like a co-headline. But, yeah, because yeah, uh, Southon and Rage, that was a co-headlining gig. And uh, on the bill, you, there was uh, two pictures uh, and on the same size with uh, Rage and uh, with um, uh, Sabaton. Yeah. And I remember in 2009, I saw Iced Earth together with Saxon and that was a co-headline as well. That's supposed to be but, a uh, good gig. It was. Uh, it was uh, Matt Barlow's. Uh, at least, yeah. It was the final gig in Sweden with him on vocals. So that was pretty fucking cool. Awesome. Actually, but so, so you saw uh, I start with uh, Matt Barlow. Yeah, and I've seen them with uh, Ripper Owens as well. Fuck you, fuck you two times. Uh, I'm jealous. <laughs> Cause I uh, yeah, I saw them. I saw I surf in two thousand and seven. That was like. Uh, it was basically just uh, maybe a year or so before Tim Ripper was fired mm-hmm. in to get you know battle or something. Uh, yeah, and that uh, that gig was uh, that was amazing actually. Because uh, I saw <laughs> one of my favorite gigs. Because I saw uh, I saw twice, but always with uh, Stu Book. Yeah, and I I never seen them with Stu. It was okay, but it, obviously I prefer to see them with Matt Barrow, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, I've seen a couple of clips with him playing, uh, you know, doing the songs, but I, I don't think Stu is, you know, I don't hate the guy. I just don't like him in Ice Earth. That's just my, have a cu- my opinion. Have a couple of good tunes, but uh, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of Ice Earth either. I will... I like uh, probably a handful of songs and mostly of them is the ballads. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. But yeah, um, that was uh, the Barlow gig. The only bad thing about it is that they only had like an hour. Mm-hmm. Because uh, even though it was a co-headline with Saxon, Saxon got the bigger piece of the cake, so to speak. So they fucking went on for like 90 minutes or something. Yeah. Which, I mean, uh, the thing is, Saxon, that's the band that I've never had the intention of seeing live, but they've always been on events where I happen to be. Oh, oh man, I... Uh, I've seen that fucking band four times, because they've been either at festivals or concerts <laughs> where, where, where I've been to, to see something other than Saxon. And... I might sound... I, I'm not angry about it. Yeah, because Saxon I is like good Saxon. band. Yeah. yeah, but it's not like... I've never, ever bought a ticket to see Saxon in my life. 
Well, it depends of the, uh, for example, if they play around Stockholm, I'm probably gonna go, but uh, if they play at Gothenburg or uh, Malmö or uh, somewhere uh, a little bit far away than uh, Stockholm or uh, the area that I am right now at the moment, I'm not gonna buy a ticket. Nah, man, uh, I don't know how I would do it. Because uh, I actually saw Saxon uh, just once. They were... Uh, that was a uh, festival back in the days in Bulgaria, I think it was 2011, Sofia Rocks. And uh, yeah. the bill was, I don't remember, Sweet. I always uh, mix those bands, uh, uh, like Sweet and Sweat. Who was, uh, who song, uh, who was in... Is there... Is there a fucking band called Sweat? I've yeah. never heard about this. Who's, uh, Sweat, like... Yeah, uh, Sweet and, uh, you know, uh, one uh, think about uh, Ballroom uh, Blitz. That's Sweet. Yeah, and the other one is uh, Come on, fuck your boys, feel the noise. You remember that? Yeah. That yeah, Quiet Riot uh, uh, done a cover. Yeah, that band was... Oh, fuck, what was it called? That's supposed to be sweat. Uh, I, nah, no, no, no. It was. It's it's something else. S- sweet is uh, it. Sweet is ballroom blitz and uh, sled, a bunch sled. of other. S- fuck. How? Um. Oh. I, I. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm a lot slow, lost for words here. I mean, I should just Google it. Give me a. Give me a sec here. Uh, come feel the noise. Uh, try it. First come uh, Quiet Trial, but it's not... Uh, Slade, Slade, not... Uh, Slade, okay, yeah. right. So it was... Uh, Slade... Uh, there was a four band uh, on the bill. Fuck, I forget it. Uh, but... Um, uh, oh, yeah. <coughs> so it was uh, like... Um, uh, 2011 uh, Slate uh, Saxon fuck off uh, Whitesnake and uh, Judas Priest of uh, Epitaph Tour damn that was a uh, that was a lineup yeah um, and Mike and the Mechanics I don't remember which is what is the band about Mike and Mechanics um, Mike and the Mechanics that uh, Mike Rutherford from Genesis. He was the guitar player. Yeah, okay. In Genesis. So that was uh, the lineup, and I was uh, there. Uh, first of all, I was like a stagehand helping at uh, the ticket um, uh, entry, and uh, I saw Slade Saxon. Unfortunately, I saw Whitesnake. Man, I can't stay at Whitesnake. And uh, Judas. And that uh, that's the first and only time when I saw all of the bands. Yeah, I've um, also only seen Judas Priest once. Uh, and actually, this is, um, strangely enough, many gigs I've been to has been these crazy-ass fucking <laughs> multiple band gigs. Because I went, uh, when I went to see Judas Priest, I saw the gig... Um, called Priest Feast and uh, the opening acts or what you should call it it was Testament and um, what was it Megadeth fuck man that's awesome yeah. that's a fucking awesome lineup 
it was it was sick dude i mean <laughs> it's it's probably one of the craziest gig because i mean okay to be honest i'm not a huge testament fan but i i like a couple of their songs you know yeah gotcha. but uh, but but it's like uh i mean it's not a shit band live no i i i, I, I saw <laughs> testament like four or five or five times i think it's around four times yeah and they're i mean they're good live and uh, i mean uh, special i like i like megadeth 2 live as well even mm, though megadeth is uh 50 50 depends uh, how they uh, how they uh, present the show because uh, i saw them at ground and uh, it was like meh. but most of the band that i saw at ground it's like meh i saw slayer at my uh, uh at my birthday as well and it was like uh what a what a boring show I mean, and uh i think it's the place that is the problem i agree with you a lot of bands i've seen at Lund has been like i mean they're good bands and good artists but you know whenever they play that stage it's like you just want to go home yeah yeah <laughs> Because I, I saw Alice Cooper once or twice again was like, yeah, uh, okay. Uh, the only the only band that I cannot uh, compare uh, to the Argy because I never saw them before or after that was uh, King Diamond. And man, that show was amazing. Oh, man, I, I remember that a lot of people gist their pants when that show <laughs> came out uh, there was uh, you're talking about the Girona the gig right yeah because I uh, saw Kid yeah. Diamond just once unfortunately because I mean I've uh, I've uh, you know I've always liked it but I've never I've never been obsessed with King Diamond but I remember yeah, yeah. that it, it was hard being on Facebook when around that gig after that gig because people were like b- basically like splooging their their seed all over their news feed about how great that gig was and i was like yeah okay uh, cool for you i guess i mean i'm not uh, i'm not shitting on your parade i'm just uh, yeah i don't i don't get the fuzz but apparently it was a good gig i suppose because uh, it's not just a gig man you are a li- like a fucking music or like theater it's like amazing it's uh, i guess you saw alice cooper right um, n- I've seen Alice Cooper, not at Grana Lund. Yeah, 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 but I mean, I saw him at the uh, Sonnisphere Festival in 2010. 20, yeah. Because uh, basically, everyone know uh, uh, they have this uh, stage present that is like theater and uh, changing the costume, all that uh, bullshit uh, going around. It's not just. Uh, like uh, Vader for dudes go out and uh, play 15 songs, go back in the stage and that's it. Like we spoke about Maiden, it's the same. It's a huge production like Hell from uh, uh, from uh, Great Britain as well. They have that uh, huge production show and man, that was amazing. Uh, it's not like Manowar. I mean, uh, Manowar, you, you go obviously for the music. You are not going there for... Uh, uh, production because they don't have any. They have uh, well. They have okay. They have uh, Wolf Marshall, uh, some uh, some uh, speech, uh, spe- uh, some um, talking between the the songs. But 
their uh, production is not so huge like Maiden, like uh, King Diamond or Alice Cooper as well. Man War don't need production because they have loudness and loneliness. Because uh, speaking of Man War, I saw them twice. Uh, <laughs> first time uh, supposed to go in this category, real life death one, because um, it was 2007. There was uh, this uh, gig slash festival at Kavarna. Uh, it was uh, called Kavarna. Uh, Metal Fest or something like this they changed it a couple of times after that Kaliakra Rock Fest Kavarna Rock Fest they changed it a couple of times but every year they uh, play there and um, uh, they have uh, gigs there at uh, this place Kavarna in Bulgaria and uh, on the first time when Merwar played it was 2007 Yeah, 2007. They play uh, three hours, and uh, basically the gig, w uh, the festival was a three days festival with uh, uh, two bands per day, like one support band and like uh, one main, uh, like like uh, one uh, main band. First day was, I don't remember who was support band uh, and the uh, headliner was uh, Heaven and Hell. The second day was uh, JSK, JFK, JS, some, uh, some Bulgarian band, Granwom again. J JFK. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John, John fucking Kennedy. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> really, I don't remember the name, but it was like uh, yeah. something about that. And uh, Morehead, the first and only time I saw Morehead with uh, Granwom, and uh, I don't remember the art band. And the third time, and the third day was. Um, I don't remember the support band and uh, Manwar. Damn. And uh, that... and they actually recorded uh, at the DVD this uh, and they released it. Bulgaria released it separately, but I think uh, 2008 they released it as uh, Magic Circle because you remember they done also Magic Circle Festival in Germany, I think. So they yeah so they done it as a bonus DVD. Yeah, they um, released it uh, in uh, 2007 yes. live in Bulgaria. Yes. Kaliakra Rock Fest. Yes, exactly. Live. Exactly. Kaliakra Rock Fest uh, that's in Kavarna. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I haven't seen this one. But you, but you actually went there, so... Yeah, yeah I was there, <laughs> and I also have uh, the DVD, but it's back in Bulgaria. <laughs> Man, I have so... I haven't seen... I have so much... You probably... I don't know if it's out on YouTube. Probably, I don't know. Probably, probably not, though, because, I mean, if we know... It wouldn't surprise me if, like, Joey went out, like, on on Facebook, like... Or, uh, I mean, uh, YouTube, and, like, flagging every f single fucking video that's... That he hasn't gotten any payment for so oh no man i yeah that's the problem because uh, they was like brothers uh, sisters and whatever man and after that is like metallica with napster yeah pretty much i mean um i think we've we've 
feels like we talked about it a bit and uh, but yeah i mean it never gets old but fuck man man of war it's um, it's not been the same no no, no. <laughs> for many years it's like uh, i mean uh, i've seen them three times and I could have seen them more if they just lowered the fucking tickets prices. No, you remember uh, when I was at uh, your trailer and I bought a ticket? E- yeah, I remember. Wasn't it for... Gefle. It was for... Gefle. Yeah. The cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like... That was a lot of money. Yeah, it was $150 tickets. euro or uh, 1,500 uh, uh, crowns. Yeah, man, that was fucking insane. But yeah, they, they were charging huge prices for their shows. And I mean, here's the thing, though. I mean, the quality, the prices went up and the quality went down. I at least can remember. I mean, uh, I've I've seen them. It must be three times. Yeah, three times. And uh, the last time I saw them. Uh, I think it was either I was in Finland or I went no it was in Finland and I was drunk as fuck <laughs> and I don't remember shit from that show so I don't know if it was good or not but I remember first time I saw them was Getaway Rock Festival like when it was called that in 2012 yeah. and that was a really really good show actually that was uh, it was fantastic and uh, you know the the speeches and all that you know it was fun it was entertaining it was loud you know but i felt like after that they just you know it got crazier and crazier i guess uh so the band that supported uh, manuel is uh six cents a very shitty band actually uh, yeah when whenever they've had like opening acts it's never been anything good well uh no uh life uh, hell or uh, uh i don't remember they they were uh, supported uh, 2008 the longest gig in bulgaria in uh, the world and uh it was uh heaven hell something like this not heaven and hell holy hell holy hell and uh and the rhino was playing there uh, but uh, yeah actually uh, I don't see I I saw like a manual playlist uh, for Bulgarian gig but actually it's just uh, a, a videos it's not uh, the full gig you cannot find it probably if you oh, if you search deeper probably you can find but uh, otherwise uh, but it wouldn't it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me it was taken down by Joey DeMaio because that surprised me as well man but otherwise it's just uh, videos videos but uh, not the whole thing I mean it shouldn't be too impossible to get your hands on that full gig I mean there are other ways than YouTube if you know what I'm saying yeah <laughs> we, we, know, we spoke about that in our second episode but yeah you mean our first yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um at that place, Kvarna, I saw a fucking ton of bands, man. Uh, one of the uh, coolest gig was uh, 2010, um, and that was uh, after the Big Four, uh, when uh, oh, yeah. one played Bulgaria, and they recorded as well uh, DVD with all of the band, and they have uh, as well a box set of this. 
I need to put. Oh, they did. Yeah, I need to purchase this box set. Um, but uh, at Kavarna this time, to, uh, I mean, 2010 was very serious uh, year for uh, in Bulgaria for the metal geeks. First of all, you have uh, the first uh, gig after uh, Exhumer, the German band. Uh, uh, made a reunion with the Savage Grace. Uh, oh. Yeah, and after that you have uh, the Big Four, and after that you have Kavarna, and in Kavarna it's like, the first uh, night was like uh, the Queen of Metal, like Doru, Xantria, Epic, uh, and I don't remember, and Tari, I think. The second night was Unholy Trinity from Germany, Solemn Creator Destruction plus Kurpikwani. <laughs> and the third night was um, Voivod, Annihilator, Accept, and Prime of Fear. And, uh, Damn. and you can. Uh, I mean, was this all at the same fucking festival yes. or what? I'm, I'm having a. Feels like you're just naming bands now. <laughs> yeah, man, it was on the uh, same festival. Uh, um. I mean, not not all the band, but uh, these three from Ladies Night. When you started uh, this uh, <coughs> Ladies Night, till uh, till the third night was like what twelve bands, something like this. Um, so it was great because uh, when Annihilator start to play, they played. Uh, very well and the last song was uh, Alice in Hell obviously and guess who who came up on the stage uh, you did I guess nah it was uh, Schmier from Destruction oh really <laughs> would have been funnier if you came on stage <laughs> well I came yeah. on the stage 2016 at uh, Yefle Metal when uh, Holy Moses play too drunk to fuck me and uh, a couple of other uh, fans uh, go up on the stage and they headbang with the band. It was amazing. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Uh, it's good to, to remember all that gigs and uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's definitely. There's definitely a lot of memories to uh, uncover, I suppose. Uh, but I think, uh, yeah, I think we're pretty done for this time, actually. Yeah, and we been, and going on for a while. And, and, we, uh, and we spoke about what four or five bands, just <laughs> something like this. Yeah, you were probably talking about like twenty bands or something. I was not probably talking about two bands or something. I don't know. Uh, but yeah obviously I mean I could talk about uh, I mean we, we could revisit this topic because uh, I, I'm feeling a little bit um, dried out right now because we've been uh, sitting here for a while so I guess uh, I'm just done for the day yeah well in that point it's better to say but I do wanna I, I do wanna revisit it because uh, there's a particular show I didn't get to talk about which I've seen, but uh, I don't feel like getting into it now. I don't have the energy uh, to do it justice, so we can save it for another time. No. I, I think you can figure out what it is. Mm, nah. 
But anyway. Yeah, you, you don't have to say, but you can figure out which band it was. That probably was one of the best shows I've ever seen. But like I said, I feel like I feel like we're done yeah. for this time. So once again, thanks from the bottom of our hearts that uh, you stay with us and uh, listen to our nonsense uh, once again for, I don't know, almost a year. <laughs> Man, ne- next month it's going to be one year uh, we are... Uh, we are disturbing people with our thoughts. Yeah, shit. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, we, we, we're we going to do like, I don't know what we're going to do for the one year anniversary. I don't know. Talk, ab- talk about old episodes that we liked. That could be good. We don't like any of our old episodes. Nah, <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say that. There are good episodes, I think. Well, you describe it very well uh, back uh, in the days, like it's taking I, a dump. I, d- don't, don't get me wrong, there are episodes that are absolute shit. That is, uh, I can stand by that. But there, there are episodes that I really like. And um, I guess we can, we can do that. We're gonna, Maybe we're for gonna, the we're uh, gonna, anniversary episode. We're going to figure out, man. <laughs> we're going to figure out. Yeah. But uh, yeah. till then, you can uh, interact with us, uh, like, subscribe. Uh, and we'll do it at www.facebook.com slash metalbrainfart podcast it's gonna pop up and uh, because we are out of alcohol and out of uh, bucket for uh, puking you can uh, donate as well at uh, patreon.com and whatever you can see our link tree at uh, our facebook page so we're gonna Actually, we're going to ver- be very thankful if you do that, because we need as well some new gear, but yeah. But even if you don't uh, donate, we're still going to terrorize you with a uh, new episode almost every week. Hopefully every week we're going to see. But uh, till yeah. then, stay tuned or be doomed. <laughs> Thank you.